58, and I'm one of your hosts, Seth Slakehouse. We're here to talk about E3, and I'm joined, as always, by Austin, the ladies' man, Eller. That's wrong, and I'm really <laughs> regretting letting you host this episode. Also, he's, it's not always. He was just gone for like a month. <laughs> like, no, yeah. and yeah, yeah. I said no. I introduced Austin Eller. And I called him a ladies' man, George. Which is I'll, no, no, I, no, I got that. Game. But also, you said as always by Austin. I was like, hey, it's your last week, but he was gone the month before that. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, that's the joke. I was gone for like a couple months. That's the amazing Austin Eller, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> that's me. That's me. Yeah. I'm and also, here. slamming a, a Pabst blue ribbon is George Cam Newton Loftus. Changing my name to George Wet Blanket Loftus after ruining George that Wet. joke and not understanding the humor in it. What's yeah, that's up, right. internet? <sighs> about as about as Funny as a funeral, smallpox covered blanket. <laughs> oh my I don't god! Know which is worse? Uh, I don't like the implications Yikes. that you're bringing in with that history, that that reference. I don't like it. Shut it down. And also, the ladies' man, Elijah Steele. Hi, hello. Hi, what's up? <laughs> Nothing much. I'm feeling. I'm feeling good. Feeling good. Are you wearing the sunglasses because your future's too bright? That and the light doesn't have a shade on it right now, so it's pretty bright. I just assumed you got your eyes dilated today at the doctor's office, and that's why you're still wearing sunglasses. <laughs> I did not. I'm all hopped up on G Fuel, and uh, I'm super energetic. And I don't know. I'm just feeling the shades right now. It's weird. Is your shirt unbuttoned so you can get a sick tan? <laughs> Off your ring light? <laughs> I'm going to be honest. Just be happy I put this on. I wasn't going to put a shirt on at all. Oh, man. Then we would have had to wear sunglasses, Elijah. <laughs> I would have just turned off my my monitor. Man, what's amazing, I feel like people today, like, I feel like streamers get a lot of the jokes. You know, like, people make fun of streamers for, like, their setup and, like, their energy and whatever. But when I was younger, it was all about making fun of, like, the morning disc jockeys. And Elijah just has incredible morning DJ energy. Well, I what's up, it. guys? Welcome to Allegheny, PA. Coming to you on the twos and fives with the weather. Welcome like to 979 X rocks. <laughs> yeah, you just <laughs> you got those vibes. <laughs> and I freaking love it. I love it. Don't change. I blame it all on the fact that I've been listening to uh, free beer and hot wings every morning for the past like month and a half since the CD player in my car broke. And they're like the best morning talk show I've ever heard. Why don't you get a new head unit where you can connect your phone to it? I will in time. Well, the time the time is it's twenty twenty one. The time is now, Elijah. I know. Been, all... it, the time has been now for like six years. Uh, okay, we're we're just gonna add we're just gonna add to the you really need to get with the times because the CD player broke in the afternoons on the way home from work. I've been listening to the Jagged Little Pill by Alanis Morissette cassette. Never apologize for that. Never never apologize for that. I'm just so so mad that the uh, Def Leppard cassette I got from a yard sale was uh, ruined. Was it Pyromania? Because that was one of the first CDs I bought for my car. It was car. Hysteria. Okay. That's a good one, too. Well, we're here this week <laughs> to talk about E3, the biggest gaming event of the year. Uh, as you can tell, we are super psyched about E3. Yep. The biggest gaming event of the year, the Super Bowl for the, super Bowl for the video game uh, industry. You, Seth, you can't say that. Why? You have to say the big game of yeah, the video game industry. Yeah, you can't say Super Bowl. It's copyright. It's like, oh, a, it's trademark. Oh, my bad. It's uh, <laughs> the Booper Soul. 
<laughs> it's the super dash bowl. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Good one. Hy- hyphenated super, super dash bowl. Super space bowl. In <laughs> which we're talking about a very large cereal bowl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of the video game industry, and uh, I think we're just going to jump right from the top. Austin, we don't have any questions this week, do we? No, I I was, you know, the the usual social media person and didn't post anything, so nobody sent anything. Okay, awesome. Uh, amazing. Incredible. Um, <laughs> so I think like we're, just gonna, <laughs> we're just going to drop in from the top rope right here, um, like Jeff Hardy. There you I, go. There's only a few conferences I really want to talk about because the rest of them were almost insulting waste of our time, I feel. Like, like seriously, like disrespectful. They slapped us across the face like the big show. Like, that's how I felt when I watched Capcom and um, Square Enix. No, well, yeah. But, but there's a lot to unpack with Square Enix. At least with Capcom, Capcom, Square Enix, Gearbox, Koch Media. They were yeah. all terrible. Yeah, well, yeah. But there's something, there's stuff to talk about with Square Enix. We're going we're gonna to circle back to Square Enix. Let's talk about Microsoft, which in my opinion was... Amazing. Really, the 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 real standout this year. Yeah. Uh, but overall, gentlemen, I, I want to thought this E three is bad. It was real bad. So uh, it was terrible. I, I put a lot of thought into this, and from an actual presentation and show standpoint, it was really bad because there was so much that's like, where do I watch it? When do I watch it? The schedule is weird. Like it, it was so all over the place and not well thought out or well done. On the bright side, I think I've seen more better games this year than I ever have at an E3. And the reason being, because of the way this was done, there were a, a number of showcases and direct kind of things that showcased a bunch of indie games that otherwise would have never had a voice if it was like an E3 of three years ago where all that stuff was just going to be relegated to the show floor. I've seen, like I was telling Austin, if you were to ask me to narrow it down to the top 25 games of the show, I don't know if I could, there were that many amazing looking games I saw. I don't know if I could come up with the top five, to be honest. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I didn't watch every show like you did. Uh, The best conferences weren't the popular ones that that's why like it's, the popular conferences for the most part were a letdown and it's because we were expecting we were hyped up for them we we had like feelings about it coming in we we wanted to see something special with the other shows we had no reason to really feel that so it was just the whole time was like oh this looks really good at a whole bunch of different stuff so overall as an e3 i think it was just poorly presented poorly done poorly handled but at game wise, it's probably the best E3 I've ever seen. So I I don't necessarily disagree with you. I, I of course I didn't watch every show either because I got sick of wasting my time. But <laughs> um, you're not wrong. You're probably right. But the thing is, is that I don't go to E3 to see indie games. I go to E3 because I want to know what the big swingers are packing. You know, like for the big guys to show up to this E3 with what they showed up with, except for Microsoft and. Nintendo, even though Nintendo isn't really necessarily part of it, um, it was it was almost insulting. It was insulting, actually. But let's yeah, let's. Yeah, sorry, wait. That, that's interesting, though. Like, um, I guess I never really thought about it like that. But like, E three isn't a presentation, right? Like, it's more like a music festival, and so it's, yeah. supposed, to, it's supposed to be like, all right, who anchors day one? Who anchors day two? Who anchors day three? Because like, yeah, those are of. those are who gets you to buy the tickets, and then hopefully 
during that show. You're like, well, so and so doesn't go on until 8 p.m. I'm Metallica here. goes on at 8 p.m., but I'll check out Eric Church at 4:30. Exactly. So stuff yeah. like that. Um, that's that's really interesting. I never really like framed it uh, in my head like that before because I think they did a really good job of that in E3's past, where like the integration, yeah. I guess, between smaller studios on like a bigger stage with someone like a Sony or a Microsoft. Like I feel like they mm-hmm. really tried to tie those together in a way that they didn't have to this year because e3 has been completely decentralized both because of because of covid and also just because e3 as we talked about on last week's episode is just sort of a changing thing that we are yet to really define for the 2020s going forward and the thing that makes it really hard is a lot of these companies like square and ubisoft are instead of just doing a show a year they'll do a show every three months so it's like they're, they're being much more communicative than we might want them to be. Yeah, I'm sorry. When does Square Enix do a quarterly show? I mean, they did one like two or three months ago where they uh, showed off Life is Strange, True Colors, some more Avenger stuff. They announced uh, Project Athia's name was Forspoken with a new trailer, oh, yeah. stuff like that. They Every couple of months they're doing one. Well, then whenever there's a big Final Fantasy game, like they have like a Final Fantasy event, right? And yes, but here's another thing, too. If you'll notice, most of the Final Fantasy stuff, except for Origins, which I'm sure we'll talk about, is generally associated with PlayStation and gets shown off at PlayStation stuff and not so much Square stuff anymore. Well, Well, that's true because the new Final Fantasy games are PlayStation well, it's supposedly PlayStation exclusives. Yeah. But PlayStation doesn't have anything announced for foreseeable futures. No, but I'm pretty sure there's one coming in the next few weeks. Yeah, we, we keep hearing that. We're pretty sure well, it's rumored. It doesn't well, help the mind. Thing. Yeah, no, it's, well, it's going to happen the same day that. that the 4K Switch is announced, right? Like that. Yeah. Well, Keely, Jeff Keighley kind of leaked it in a way on the Summer Games Fest show when he was talking to Kojima and Kojima announced a uh, death stranding director's cut for PS five came with the big PlayStation logo and like symbol and everything. And then Keeley said, and I'm told the full reveal is just a few short weeks away. That's a state of play thing. Um, so yeah. my thing is yeah. that like, you're not wrong, but COVID and a lack of content, doesn't excuse you for having take two, just have a zoom call for, for however long that was. And for Square Enix to show 57% of their conference, Marvel stuff. That, that, those, that's poor planning. Oh, also Capcom not event, uh, announcing a single thing. That's all poor planning. That, that has nothing to do with, like, coronavirus. Well, partly yes and partly no. Because they do, at E3, do, like, uh, panels and such. And basically, that was 2K having their panel just on the E3 stream, since there was no in show yeah. thing but e3 that's more of a sound... gdc thing though that's more of a gdc thing no not really because that wasn't about developing uh it was more of like about i'm not gonna argue in the you need to say. well no it's in the, in the yeah. industry of developing games like <laughs> in, well, in the industry of working on games like <laughs> well no but I'm like no start. gdc covers like technology advancements yeah. and like lighting whereas like e3 is more like uh like comic con i guess right like yeah. just in, in terms of the stuff that they offer like it's more yeah, like exactly I, I like celebrating the culture of games as opposed to like the actual technical specs of games so in 
it the whole panel thing only started in the past like two or three years once it became a a show for the public that's when they started doing it it was awful that before that they didn't do like panels for everyone to watch and everything like that that was when that started austin what'd you think of the microsoft conference (laughs) well I mean, I think it was easily the best. And I mean, I literally oh, yeah. just got off the Nintendo Direct. And obviously, you guys know, including Nintendo, um, you know, their their thing this year. I still think Microsoft had the best overall conference. I mean, I, Nintendo announced a ton of stuff that I'm super excited for. But um, Microsoft honestly blew me away. I mean, there there's just so much stuff there that I'm excited for. Um, Forza Horizon 5 alone was oh, like something God. that... I just wasn't expecting because typically we get Horizon, Motorsport, Horizon, Motorsport, and now it's this time it's Horizon, Horizon, and and, so, and even last year they're like, and we're working on a new Forza yeah. Motorsport, so, and this is the same developer that's working on Fable, so it's like it's just crazy that they're also releasing uh, a new Horizon game, but that that just blew me away. I mean they they had so many games that they announced. Um, what was the one I was just talking about, Elijah? Uh, the, Replaced. The, replaced that game looks incredible looks so good that's the um, cyberpunk one yeah it's like yeah. kind of the cyberpunk like pixel art but like with incredible lighting and like effects in the background that game looks freaking nuts um and so that i'm really excited for yeah they, they did just such a good job they did at keeping the, the pacing of the show was fantastic it was the production job. of the show was the best overall i would say i mean it was just you know here's some words from People at Microsoft or Bethesda, and then game, 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 game. And it's just the best way to do it. I mean, I literally just talked about this last week. That is the best way to have a presentation of you. I hope so, though, man. If you can spend $7 billion on a publisher, I hope you can spend like yeah. a couple a couple extra you know, yeah. shekels on, and, a, on a good presentation. And they've really had something for everyone. Because I know this wouldn't resonate for everyone, but uh, my best friend could tell you, I was freaking out and sitting on the side of the couch when they announced a Plague Tale Requiem. I was so excited. That yeah. that was one of the best things I saw this entire E3. Um, I've never played that game, but I know people love the the first one, so I know a lot of people are excited with that announcement. So we finally saw something from Starfield. We did. Um, kind of. And it's supposed to come out next year. Yep. And it was an in-engine CG trailer, essentially. Yes. And everyone's talking about this, but I'll be honest, guys, I am not impressed. Like, oh, neither am I. If so, here's the thing that a lot of people I don't think understand is that Bethesda's creation engine is an updated version of Gamebryo from like the 90s. And that is why their games have become so like they've always been glitchy and whatnot. That's why they've become so broken lately, because they're pushing this engine, this old engine, to its absolute limits. And that's pretty much the reason why Fallout 76 was completely broken, because they're doing things with this engine that are not meant to be done with this engine. Like, mm-hmm. And they've, they've updated it, but it's still pretty much the same, the same system. So they're using Creation Engine 2 for Starfield. And I need to know more about it before I get any sort of hyped because they're I saying it's agree. it's like um, what they say, Hans a Solo. Han Solo simulator with yeah. Skyrim in space, and I'm like, okay, that's pretty cool, but you gotta give me more when it's yeah. coming out in a year and you've hyped it. I think they announced it what two years ago? Was it two years ago they announced yeah. it? Yeah. That like 
you guys need to show me more than that. And I feel like that about a lot of games for this show. Um, but that one, I was like, okay, this is this is pretty bad. I don't even know why they, they I don't know why they showed off anything to be honest. That's what they they had to show yeah. off. Why well, even bother? And I know it's still like a year and a half out, but and I know we didn't really get full gameplay. But I don't know if any, anyone else caught this, but that trailer looked pretty choppy to me. Still, yeah. like it definitely. Still looks like it's obviously running on the Skyrim and Fallout engine. Yeah. And um, to me, it was a little odd because they've been like for the past two years, they've been like, this has never been possible before these new systems. And it's like, well, it looks exactly the same as like the last few games. And my big problem with the trailer is usually, you know, you come out with a first real trailer for a game you can kind of get a glimpse of some things about the game for example they showed off redfall at the end which you got a sense from that okay four-player co-op probably fighting uh like vampires Vampires. and such you got you you got a sense because like it was a cg trailer but you kind of got a sense of what the game was starfield we already knew it's a game in space and starfield has a ship and a planet that's literally all that trailer literally gave us nothing and you know the best part somebody asked todd howard about we noticed uh they climbed up the ladder into the ship so can we finally climb ladders in this game and todd (laughs) howard basically said no oh my god I kind of like that. No, like, okay. First, you don't need ladders to make a good game. And the fact that they're just so like deliberately going out of their way to be like, you will never climb a ladder. And what about, do you know what ladders have done to my family? Do you have any idea? <laughs> my, okay, my uncle like, died because of ladders. <laughs> ladders killed my parents. Oh my god! Those have never, yeah, they got those hilarious. devs have never played Metal Gear Solid Three, so they don't understand the real importance of ladders. I got, I got to not start saying we'll get copyright strike. Climbing, um, climbing, climbing, false. Yeah, God, you sounded just like her. Um, my big thing, yeah, I, I guess like tone in that trailer was like what was most confusing right because like i don't know like i got like 2001 vibes i got interstellar vibes and like that's yeah. tight i don't want to play a 2001 video game right. it sounds boring <laughs> as hell man yeah. Like, yeah you can't show me this like incredibly bespoke sci-fi environment that looks pristine and perfect and then just tell me uh, it's a Han Solo simulator. I'm like, in, in what world, man? Like, wasn't that dude just like eating a donut? Like, wasn't it like, didn't we just see like food on a desk? Like, wasn't that the entire, like, how the hell am I yeah. supposed to get that from your trailer, man? Exactly. Um, And so like the fact that there was no indication of tone, I, I think is like the worst part of that. But my big thing with E3 that pisses me off the most, except for Nintendo, they're the only ones who like really did this well, I think is that they showed me stuff I could be playing in the next six months. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I agree. And, like, that's my biggest frustration point. Like, dude, like, you guys did Fallout 4 and then released it that fall. Like, and... That was great. Correct me if I'm wrong. Isn't that the highest-selling Fallout game in the entire series? Fallout 4? Like, across PlayStation 4? I mean, obviously, it's... Like, I don't know, like, how old PC sales are... I would bet it, it it is just because of how hyped that game was when it came out. I, I If I had to guess, but I don't know. Well, it broke Pornhub. I remember that. They released their stats. <laughs> I do remember that. And it totally killed Shadow of the Tomb Raider. 
Oh yeah, that game was right. Was that Shadow or, or no? It was, no, Rise, it was Rise. Rise. It was Rise. Rise yeah, Raider. they got them both the same day. And I'm like, Rise of the Tomb Raider is amazing. No one is going to play this right now, yeah. dude. <laughs> dude, no. Do you uh, before we move on that specific point? I'll never forget watching Kind of Funny when they were talking about this and seeing Colin and Greg. And Colin, I'll never forget him going, you better keep on running, Laura. Keep on running <laughs> right into 2017 or whatever year it was. Uh, was 2015. Like, 2015. Yeah, I was like, yeah, you're right, man. Because Fallout 4 absolutely killed that whole franchise. Um, yeah, okay. So, sorry. Before we jump into, like, other studios, like, I want to keep talking about Microsoft first. Please do. Um, there was a bunch of stuff that I saw that I really liked. I'm honestly most excited for Shredders just because I don't know if you guys know yeah. this about me. I love yeah, a good great. snowboarding or skateboarding game. Like, that stuff is just sort of like buried into my DNA as someone who like grew up playing games in the nineties. Same, like you had SSX tricky. You, yeah. yeah, exactly. That 1080 on N sixty four Tony Hawk. Yeah. Oh god, that even snowboard kids like holds like a special place in my heart. Like whenever I go over to friends, like there's just something innately cool about snowboarding. And like I don't know if it was just growing up in a certain era that that one really spoke to me. Twelve minutes looks awesome. Like that just looks like a really oh cool, yeah it does. Uh, just a really cool concept for a game. Um, I'm out getting August. I'm starting to get a little sick of. Two things in my fiction starting to get sick of metatextual stuff where the art is about the production of the art you're consuming. Getting a little sick of that. Also getting a little sick of time loops. Yes. Yeah. And like, yes, I'm, I'm cutting this one some slack because this was announced a year ago, two years ago. Like, oh, I get it. This was announced like four or five years ago. Okay. All right. And that, even better. In that case, like, I, I'm totally willing to give it the benefit of the doubt. But like, we guys, we got to we got to move on from the time loop stuff. It's um, it's such a. a give me in storytelling and because it's an easy way out of literally anything right but it it dude i've never seen time travel work well in a science or any any fiction setting like it just it, it ends up if it's an ongoing story it ends up ruining it i think every single time well not even that i just think it's like dude after this past year like i don't want to think about being stuck in the same day ever again like oh yeah, yeah. Yep. So much of this past year was just an its own time loop, you know, except it wasn't because I still lost a year of my life just doing the same thing every day. Like, it sucked. Don't do that. I feel like Animal Crossing came out like six years ago. Yeah, right. Like it's that. ridiculous. Um, another thing for the Microsoft conference, uh, Forza Horizon got a release date, correct? Yes. November 9th. OK, sweet. How the hell does Halo just have a release window of holiday? Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah. Guys. Like you you delayed it. I understand completely unforeseen circumstances. I'm not dogging any developer who was hit hard by covid who's trying to keep their employees safe like i yeah. completely like that is so much more important than like getting a video mm-hmm. game and you delayed the game i completely understand why that would have been a killer launch title i get it i'm, I'm sure you didn't want to do that but like how is it a year later and you don't have like a date picked out that makes me well, think the game yeah. could, that makes you think the game could still be moved well there they're, they're also oh, sorry go ahead. go ahead austin well i was just gonna say there was something going around about and I forget who said this. It might have been like Jeff Grubb or somebody, but saying they said something about how they didn't really have much of a showing here because they were like just way deep into development and didn't yeah, want to waste yeah, we've, time we've like doing stuff before. for E3. But it's no, like, I mean, yeah, no, I, that's I, I like get kind that, of a though. blanket statement there. No, but yeah. like that's totally true though, because like you yeah. can either polish something up specific for the presentation or you could just like, hey, here's what we've got. Yeah. Here's what we can do but it's like independent of like spending date, a lot of resources. No, I get I like that I'm willing to defend. I don't care about that. How is there not a, yeah. a freaking date? I'm trying so hard not to swear. I'm like staring directly at Austin <laughs> and I know he's gonna be so sad if I swear. How is there not a GD date for this game? Yeah. We've, we've known about this game for years and there's no date. We've known about Horizon for three days and it has a date. 
No, yeah, you got, no, Horizon's you got Horizon probably... for four minutes before there was a date. Like, are you kidding yeah. me? Like, come on. If, if I may, gentlemen, if I may. I do. Uh, first off, this is the first Halo game that has me excited since three. Same. Agreed. Agreed. Or I guess I did. I was excited for. Um, I liked Reach. Reach. Reach is, I was excited Reach for Reach. Reach is the best Reach. one. You guys are insane. Okay. Reach is what broke me because the multiplayer. I love that game. Anyway, um, they're doing something different with this Halo, and I think it's very bold, and I think it's the only way it works correctly, is that they're making the multiplayer free for everyone with battle passes that do not expire. Because I think they looked at the current landscape of multiplayer and said, we can't just put a paywall behind multiplayer anymore. That's no. not the way the industry works. You got mm-hmm. Apex Legends, you know, you got um, Fortnite, Warzone, Warzone, Fortnite, yeah. All these things are free to play immediately. So Microsoft had to adjust and make the Halo multiplayer free and use a battle pass is something. What What is going on? What's happening? Why is everyone laughing? So what we're using Nothing. Zencaster, and there's like an option to like raise your hand to have something to say, and it's just it's like bumping. Well, yeah, I wanted to say something people. after, but I, <laughs> oh. so I was gonna try this button, and I don't like it. You look like so, a second anyway. grader. <laughs> so it was inconspicuous, and the way yeah. it does it made it the complete opposite. It's yeah. like in that movie Master Disguise where Dana Carvey. Pretends okay, let's to be not a let's not focus on this. Okay, let's not focus on this any longer. <laughs> anyway, I was saying I think what. One of the reasons they might not have a release date is because they're probably trying to figure this out. It's something new they've never done before. And yeah. it could have been a last second decision. It's the first time we've heard of it. Um, also, you know, they've done a lot of improvements in the last year to Halo Infinite. Obviously, the game was a meme for like six months last year. Yeah. You know, right. that grunt was awful. And now it, it, it looks good. I think the whole the whole game looks good. You got grappling hooks. Multiplayer who, looks great. Yeah. Who yeah. doesn't love grappling hooks? You know, for now... Like, finally, you have a reason or something to go up against the stupid ghosts that run everybody over. You can grapple onto them. That's awesome. I'm all about that. I'm yeah. all about that. So, also, anyway, Austin. Austin, raise his hand, George. You got to wait your okay. turn. Here, here's my brief comment. <laughs> <laughs> George has now pressed the George Loftus has something to say button. Anyway, um, my, my, two, my five seconds that I wanted to say was that, yes, Halo, Microsoft, they're doing the right thing with Halo and making the multiplayer free. And then the same conference, you have EA and DICE yes. showing Battlefield, which doesn't have Battle Royale, doesn't have single player for $70 multiplayer only. Yeah, and, that's my And paid sense. battle Just, passes. It's a horrible kind of black and oh. white view of between Halo and that game. Yeah, oh, awful. They're going to get crushed. Sorry, yeah. George, Wait, go yeah. ahead. Okay, sorry. Uh, I, I want to comment on something really quick. You said pay battle passes. Does that mean Halo does not like those battle passes are free. Like when it says free to play, I assume that means free to access. Not yes, but the battle passes are not free, but they do not expire. Okay, that it's is not a season. I think pass. that is incredible. I think that's yes. genius because I have bought you know just curiosity out of like Fortnite. I've grabbed a battle pass, and like it's really fun when you get there early in the season, you know. But then it becomes stressful and it makes the game feel like homework eventually, where you're like, I need yeah. to get my money's worth out of this battle pass. Like mm-hmm. I need to be playing, but you're like, but I don't want to play this right now. I want to go out to dinner. I want to play literally anything else. I want to take a nap. Like you just feel like you're throwing money away at that point. So I, I just as like a 30 year old dude with like a, a full time job, it is awesome that these battle passes do not expire. That is incredible. Yeah. That is that is it's weird that like that's the innovative thing that I saw out of this. But it totally yeah. is. And it's it's blowing no, my mind and I'm so into it. I completely agree with you. I think that's awesome. And like I have fallen off Halo. We all know how I feel about Halo 4 and especially 5. 
I'm super excited for this game because I've always loved the Halo campaigns. And I I I want to feel that way about Halo again. So you and, beat Halo 4? Yes. You beat Halo 5? Yes. So you haven't fallen off Halo. <laughs> so I beat them. Halo 5 was probably the worst campaign of any game I've ever played. I'm just uh, saying, like... That campaign sucks. No. It's like someone being like, I quit smoking yesterday. Okay. <laughs> you know? My like, love... Oh, you quit smoking yesterday, or you just haven't smoked in eight hours? Like, what, what, <laughs> what, what, what is it? <laughs> okay, I'll put it this way. My love of Halo has diminished because no, I, the I quality it. of Halo has diminished. No, I, I get I, it. I, I, I want to feel that love again. Like, I... I, I love the idea of Halo, but the game just haven't been there. And I'm ready for that. Also, time out, though. Like, can you imagine, like, when, this is, like, the what, the 20th anniversary of Halo? Like, it's pretty amazing that, like, what seemed like such, like, a novelty thing on the Xbox is still, like, swinging for the fences 20 years later. Like, I just want oh, to, yeah. just a quick hats yeah. off to Halo. Like, Still their biggest franchise. Yeah, still. and I understand, like, they, down, they yeah. stumbled in, in the last two. Like, I'm I'm a little easier on four than I think Elijah is. And for all the faults with five, I at least think it, like, played the best of any Halo game. Oh, yeah, it played really well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, story broke my heart. But, yeah. But, um, Good story. Yeah, that's a fair point. Uh, but, yeah, everything about this looks great. And it looks like there's going to be, like, a weird conflict of interest for Chief as he's, like, I guess yeah. trying to redeem Cortana. I don't really know, um, but I'm I'm excited. And yeah, it's, it's seriously, man. Twenty years is like nothing to scoff at. Like that's that's like how old the Star Wars movies were when they were re released in theaters that we all saw as kids. Mm-hmm. Like that's pretty nuts. Right? That's how you know? old Fast and the Furious is. Fast and Furious is older. All isn't right. It? Well, <laughs> yeah, that's great. That's um, always awesome. oh, bringing it back. <laughs> Um, my favorite game that I saw from Microsoft though was that RPG they showed that 2D slash yeah. 3D RPG. Uh, I can't remember how to pronounce it. Elucid or Elysium or U- something like that. Iridian. Ir- yeah, something like that. I don't know. Who cares? Isn't it like Ara Arpanasis? Stupid Japanese inspired name. Anyway, that is super cool. It reminds me of what I wish Octopath Octopath Traveler would have been, because it's got like the Octopath Traveler style, and then the camera shifts to like a behind almost a third person perspective in battle and it looks really cool it looks really fun i can't wait that that was the most exciting thing i saw from bethesda or not bethesda microsoft um same thing same difference yeah i guess at this point (laughs) i will say though we talked about that redfall game a little bit again don't show me just a trailer i need to see gameplay to get me excited for your game these days i've been too burned too many times i i also i'm getting kind of sick of this fortnite-esque art style which I, I got from that. I was like, mm. it, it's I'm, yeah. everything's starting to kind of look the same. And I don't like that. So I liked we'll a see. lot about it. But then you saw that first vampire and I'm like, I don't <laughs> like that at yeah. all. I don't I'm not very excited for that game at all. Is there anything we missed on Microsoft, though, before we uh, move on? Flight Simulator. Yeah, I'm really excited for that. With and <laughs> as soon as they announced it, Nick just looked over at me and I'm like, I hear the Top Gun theme song, song start playing. I'm like, oh. <gasps> And Nick just goes, oh, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, dude, I thought I was, like, having a stroke. I, like, I heard, like, that one, like, piano key, like, the boom. And I was like, oh, my God, where? Where is it? <laughs> where is Tom Cruise? <laughs> also, they showed off Stalker 2. Um, first Looks gameplay great. we've seen. Looks phenomenal. You I'm thought so? Super See, excited. I thought graphically it looked pretty bad. Graphically, it didn't look great most of the time. But actual like gameplay wise, oh, I was yeah. all in. Yeah, I thought it looked good. 
For me, the the conference, though, overall, I mean, it, it motivated me enough that I'm actually going to try to line up at GameStop tomorrow and buy a Series X because they're getting stock in. So I'm, I, I have I'm a Series really S and I, might, and I might look at getting a Series X next month. Yeah. Um, so. For for Microsoft, like uh, I, we talked about like meta textual stuff. So that's why like I'm excited for Outer Worlds, too. I just like hate that trailer. Like, oh, my I hate God. That, I, I hate that, that trailer. trailer. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing. Like, I just hate that trailer so much, man. Like, I think it's just, it's become, like, so lazy. Like, it's become so common that it's, like, now the lazy thing to do is to just, like, reference everything that you're supposed to do as opposed to just, like, doing it. And, like, okay. I understand, but that's, like, in the game's humor. So, like, I get it, like, in their in their tones. Like, that's fine or whatever. Um, I've been playing a lot of Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart lately, and I understand we're not talking about new games. But because of that, I'm super excited for Psychonauts 2. Like, I never played the first oh, yeah. one. Um, August 25th, I want to say? Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, and so, like, because I'm enjoying this so much, I'm, I'm like, looking at, like, other sort of, like, third-person action platformers that I never really spent time with. And uh, I think I'm going to, like, try out Psychonauts, and I'm super excited for Psychonauts 2. Like, I, I think it's fun to, like, have a game that's, like, oh, man, like, a kid can play this, an adult can play this. Like, I like the idea that it's, like, you know, it's not, there's no blood. <laughs> Here's yeah. before we move on, I want to also say that Microsoft did another one of my gaming sins in this conference, which was they showed off stuff last year that they then went silent on this year, which was of course for me the fable. Well and they, 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 they said something about it. They said it was in development. I don't don't show don't announce something if you're then gonna go silent on it for two years. When it's ready to be shown off, announce it. Yeah, That's how I feel about that stuff. You know, like and that it's just, man, why would you show it off last year? Because, and then it, was, be like, because it was them so- saying, here's why you should buy an Xbox. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you, Seth, but I know why they did it. I just don't like that they did it. It's the just, other one, yeah. which I noticed, and there was a story I read afterwards, was Everwild, Rare's new oh, game, yeah. was gone because apparently it's like com- they've just completely switched directions with that game. Like yeah. it's just going to be a completely different game than what a they showed last year. So it's like, like a new creative director came in. Yeah. So it's just kind yeah. of a weird situation with that. But by the way, I'm pretty convinced Sea of Thieves is never coming out. I don't it know is if you out. Guys said. Yeah, see, not Thieves. Not Sea Thieves. Um, Skull, Skull and Bones. Skull, Skull and Bones. Bones. Yes. Yeah. I knew uh, exactly what you were talking about. That, that, yes. That's fair. Um, no, I'm with Seth. That's that's like my biggest pet peeve too. Like yeah. I don't. We talked about it earlier. Like the Fallout thing. Just do what Fallout did. Like I don't understand. Also, I don't understand. I don't understand why we didn't see more games from the Bethesda family. Like, I think that was like a huge, a huge swing for them. Um, like when they announced all the Bethesda games that were coming to Game Pass, like I thought that was awesome. And it does like, again, I'm not super interested in Game Pass just because I, I just don't like Microsoft's first party lineup as much as I like PlayStation's. Like if PlayStation mm-hmm. were doing this, I'd be like, this is the greatest service of all time. Um, there's certain games I like for Microsoft, but other ones I don't, but like the Bethesda games, like those totally get my interest, but like, where was like machine games, Indiana Jones, you know, like, obviously you don't want to like, I I get it. You don't want to show all your cards, but like, there's just so much from those studios that I feel like could have been there. But then I don't know. Are we just becoming the point where like, why didn't they talk about this? It's like, oh, because then that would be like the fable trailer from last year's E3. So why would they do that? So, yeah. And, And also don't forget two of Bethesda's games are uh, timed exclusive on PlayStation 
So yeah. they weren't going to bring them up at all. I yeah, did love true. how they referenced it, though. They were like, yeah. all the, you know, the games we've already announced that are coming to other systems or something that we're still working on them or whatever. So what I love two? how they were just kind of like, it's, it's still happening, but we can't show them. It's definitely <laughs> been, what's the other one? Uh, Tokyo uh, Ghostwire. Ghostwire yeah. Tokyo. Well, that's like, they showed the trailer for Hades. I'm like, heck yeah, Hades on Xbox. And then yeah. the link pops up. Hades pre-order now on PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, and Xbox. Yeah, and I was and, like, okay, no. there, I'll get it. Yeah, I'll get it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the Square Enix show. Um, how to lose an audience 101, in my opinion. Because, dude, Guardians looks so good. It looks like I was so excited watching Guardians. And I was like, Man, this has been going on for a while, huh? Yeah, and then they, and they, then they, 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 I was like, okay, well, they, they wrapped it up, and then they started a new level, and I'm like, yeah, oh and then God. a new trailer. <laughs> and I'm like, I was like, what is going on here? Literally <laughs> you know? twenty minutes, literally half of the conference. Yeah, um, I was, I was watching that, and I was like, geez, guys, is, is this all they're going to show? That's like and, an episode of Guardians of the Galaxy, like 20, yeah. 22 minutes. It's like, oh, that's how you fill up a half hour slot on uh, on Disney, guys. <laughs> hey, Square, it's okay to not have a full conference. Just do like, you know, a half hour conference if that's all you got. But man, don't don't make me dislike a game five minutes well, after I've decided I liked it because just, you just keep showing us more. All right. Really quickly. I've got nothing to say about Square Enix except for like this thing. Um, this is the problem with like streaming services like Netflix was amazing 10 years ago because everything was on Netflix. And then once everyone saw the numbers of like The Office and Friends or like whatever was on Netflix, and they're like, you know, we've got a lot of shows that are doing really well. We could we could have our own streaming service. And then like they start Peacock. And then all of a sudden, like their numbers go down. It's like, yeah, man, no one wants Peacock. Yeah. They, they, they watch the show on yeah. Netflix because they already had Netflix. And so it's like yep. all these developers who like spin off and do their own conference. Like if all this stuff was shown in like a Sony and a Microsoft and a Nintendo mm-hmm. conference, like those are banging conferences right like then we're right. just like oh how good was e3 but because it was microsoft splintered with square enix splintered with i don't know if anything was announced at 2k like i said i didn't watch a lot of this stuff um if but like the indie announcements and like all that stuff it's like man if you combined all these and then like curated mm-hmm. stuff and then you had like a treehouse style event where you got to like play the other stuff that didn't get the time to shine during the main events like wow that's a pretty baller e3 you've got In, instead of showing me that square enix conference give me a two hour Xbox conference and a full hour Nintendo conference because everything, pretty much everything Square Enix showed would have fit in just with other stuff, but not by themselves. Instead of giving me that Square Enix conference, give me like, I don't know, like a, a waiting trial in Guantanamo Bay. You know? <laughs> um, <laughs> but it, nonetheless, we saw Guardians of the Galaxy. I thought it looked really good. I'm That's not awesome. ever right. going to look at anything else for it again because I just, I've seen enough now yep. for until it releases. Thank you, Square. I don't need to watch any more of your trailers. And um, I don't even know what came after that. I mean, I was so I was so like done after that. But then they they showed off. I was like, okay, sweet, we're getting into some more like more cool stuff, you know. And then it like they showed off something from Avengers, I think. Uh, yeah, DLC uh, for War, Avengers, War for Wakanda. Super excited. Which, by for the it. way, why did they show just another CGI trailer? Yeah, when and that's we've what already everyone, gotten a CGI trailer for that. Everyone's one. like, "Why didn't we see gameplay? Why didn't we see what it's like to play as Black Panther?" That's what I would have loved weird to see. Choice. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, Final so Fantasy the, uh, one through six. For oh yeah, phone and PC, dude. Oh Listen. wait, that oh man, I thought that was a joke that they actually uh, did that. That's, that's, that's <laughs> that, legit. That was real. Oh, dude, like that. who? Mm, uh, so here's the thing with Square: 
it's always one step forward, two steps back. They always yeah. they, they always make you feel like, oh, they're back, man. Like they're they're doing some good stuff. They're be, being they smart. It. They get it now. And then and then they're like, actually, we just swallowed a whole bunch of bleach. It's like <laughs> it's like that kid that's like, oh, you know, my you know Johnny learned how to spell his name today, and then he you see him in the corner and he's like eating a banana the wrong way, like backwards. Uh, You're like, he's, okay. He's, he's smearing his poop on the wall to spill <laughs> <Yeah>. his name. <laughs> it's like, okay. Like, it's always one step forward, two steps back with Square. Always, man. It's been this way for two decades. They do not get it. They don't know how to capture the Western audience. And they don't. what they don't understand is they've already done it. They already have a Western audience. They don't need to try so hard. And that is, like, that is exactly what, what this conference was all about, was Square failing at capturing the western audience if i can encapsulate it in anything it would be that because man releasing final fantasy one through six which we've all won first off half those are already on steam already they're already yeah. there and on mobile yeah. yeah and they've got i mean three is obviously the best one as the only one i've really played and so it's <laughs> and like just put that where the people are man put that out on playstation yeah put when that do, where george I, is yeah and when I you just compare- don't get it when you compare the new art forum that they showed off with the original art, the original art is better. Yeah, I, I don't, I do not understand well, it. If Whoever, I would, sorry, go ahead, Austin. Well, I was just going to say, if I would describe this conference in one word, it would be chaos. Chaos, yeah. <laughs> just um, like the demo itself. Oh, we're going to get there. I just want to say, like, if if whoever was in charge of making the decision of putting Final Fantasy one through six on mobile and Steam only, like. Find a new career because I'm coming for you. Right? <laughs> also, coming, just like just like that guy's coming for chaos. Yeah, yeah I don't know if you know this, like... but Seth can beat up a lot of people in the <laughs> video game journalism space. So I have to assume there's yeah. a lot of overlap in the video game developer space. And oh, absolutely. Space. Yeah, you nerds are going back to high school. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> um, here's the thing too. Like, then they showed off whatever Final Fantasy Origins was. I don't know what they're trying to accomplish with this game because it seems like they're trying to rewrite final fantasy one because gar garland is that how you pronounce his name yes garland garland yeah is apparently the antagonist. it's called final fantasy origins and it's really awful and <laughs> I just that's like, a good way to put it. Yes. Wasn't Origins already a game? Wasn't it like the combo pack of so, one and two? Yes, yeah. this is Final Fantasy Origin, but even better, the full title is Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origin. Wait. <laughs> I wish okay. the listeners Seth, could for, seen our, for audio listeners, which is all we have. Um, Seth just got up and ran over to his shelf and he picked up something off of it. I think it was a, it looks like a picture of himself. At the speed of light, too. I've never seen Seth move that fast. Maybe he <laughs> okay. can beat up Greg Miller. So, <laughs> there's this manga that Square's been pushing out and it's called Final Fantasy Lost Stranger. And I'm wondering if they're connected. I, I pulled this so out to he see. He found if, Paradise. I'm wondering if the, if the, the protagonist does... He does look a little bit like the protagonist from Strangers of Paradise, only with brown hair, which is somewhat blonde. This is like when stars. when Gandalf found the ring and then just like <laughs> ran to Gondor and he's just flipping <laughs> through the pages and it's just like, yeah, ring. I wonder so, if they're connected. I'm wondering if this game's an isekai. George, just wait until Seth shows up at your house, opens the door, just keep it secret, keep it safe, and runs away. <laughs> that would explain so much. First off, because, dude, 
if this is an isekai, like a meta game almost, they should have said that. They they needed to come out with that because for this game is getting like trashed all over the internet. It's it's like the biggest meme coming out of E3. The dialogue is terrible no matter what kind of game it is. Like this the reminds me chaos. This reminds me of when they released the demo for Final Fantasy 15 and everyone made fun of Prompto's voice and like oh, how yeah. bad that was, and they went back and changed it. They have to go back and well, change the English voice acting. No one could complain about the demo for this game because it didn't work for anybody. Yes, it didn't work. <laughs> See, the main problem I have with this is it plays so good. It feels so good. I love the way it plays, but man, that dialogue is terrible. And Man, I don't like the overall tone I've seen in the trailer because it's so like they're, gritty they're, and they're, like every color was dark. Even when it showed purple or orange, it was dark purple and dark orange. Uh, you know what else is dark? This game's future. I've never seen <laughs> a more cookie cutter, boring protagonist in a yeah. Final Fantasy game, dude. If you, oh my god, it's so frustrating. Well, look at the last few Final Fantasy protagonists. Like, everyone was talking about Final Fantasy 16's characters being boring when that trailer came out. And I was like, okay, but, you know, maybe they'll switch it up. Maybe this is, like, beginner armor or whatnot. Now that I see Final Fantasy Origins, I really just truly think that Square... This is this is Square, just like in Final Fantasy 15, being like, we can't just uh, appeal to games in Japan. We have to attract the Western audience, too. It's, I feel like I've been in a time machine, and it's back in 2005 when Square Enix is going through this all over again. It's crazy, man. This, this game looks so bad. It looks so bad. Well, you know, the, I haven't tried the demo yet, but just like as somebody who watched the trailer, like it just does, it looks like a PS3 game, like yes. an yes. early gen PS3 game. So the, the two other things I want to say is I think the best way to describe how this game feels is imagine if the main if Dante from the the DMC Devil May Cry decided to come in and fight chaos. But the other thing is in the in the trailer, it just showed the main character in this super basic shirt he bought from Walmart. But what what it doesn't tell you is like in the game, you right away get armor that gets put on and such. And it's like, well, that would have been really nice information because that changes everything. His name's still Jack. and He's got terrible dialogue. He looks awful. But and the main character in 16 is like Jake or something like that. So, yeah, they're, they're 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 batting great. And yeah, I don't you, know. You know, you know like, what else was terrible, they, though? Okay. The world before Realm Reborn, right? Wasn't that one terrible? Yes. Yeah. Can't, can't yeah. anything be fixed? That's literally all I have to contribute to this conversation. <laughs> I'm going to mute myself now. Love you guys. God, the awesome. thing, you're so pretty. Well, the thing I was going to say, and again, I haven't played it. So, Elijah, it sounds like you did play the demo, yes. right? Yes, I did. The trailer they showed showed like this never ending, like, Crystal. You would hit the person and the crystals, and it's like, is that like the whole freaking gameplay so, loop? Because it looks horrible. So it does. What it, it is, looks terrible. Is you can kill a creature normally, but if you get its stagger gauge all the way down before you kill him, if you hit circle, you do the crystal thing and rip them apart, and it refills your MP, and it'll like increase your max MP gauge. I just hope they improve that in the full game because based off that trailer, they showed that stupid crystallization like 47,000 well, times. Well, the problem is you have to do it 47,000 times. And, and, and the animation was identical every single time. And it yeah. just, I don't know, I oh, it just looks oh. so unpolished. A college sophomore made that trailer. Yeah. That's all I can, like, like that was, they were like, yo, this is tight. This is so good. They're going to love this. And it's an F play. Well, 
And it's crazy because it's the same team that made Neo, right? Isn't it the same yes. Team Ninja people? Yeah, yeah I, I'm, so I'm, I'm pretty sure it is that exact same team. And Neo is so good. Didn't we get rumors of this before E3 that like there was yes. like a, yeah. a hardcore Final Fantasy yeah. game coming out? Yes. But man, I, I'm going to make a prediction right now. I think this game, because the books Lost Stranger are about connecting all the Final Fantasy worlds, and he's talking about chaos. I think this game is going to be in some way related to Dissidia Final Fantasy. Because you guys remember, chaos was the main enemy of Dissidia in the, when, when Dissidia had a story. And Team Ninja made the most recent Dissidia. Hmm. I did not know that. Yes. I did not know that. Yeah, I think I think this game is in some way linked to Dissidia. I think it's going to combine a lot of Final Fantasy worlds together. Uh, I think that's probably why Garland was in there. Because, of course, Final Fantasy won boss. And it's if they don't fix things, it's going to be panned universally. Yeah. It's going to be another <laughs> yeah. critical failure for yeah. the Final Fantasy franchise. Yes. So, but that's pretty much all we saw. A uh, massive absence of Final Fantasy VII Remake Part Two and Final Fantasy Sixteen. But I do agree with Elijah. I think they're probably going to be at the final uh, the Final Fantasy conference, the PlayStation conference, PlayStation. whenever that happens. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> also, PlayStation waiting way too long. They should have had yeah. something on Friday, or or even on like this friday or something let all the other talks die down yeah. then playstation does and they're then giving PlayStation me, gets the last laugh they're giving me way too long for xbox to be in my headspace because right now yeah. all i want to do is play xbox games and i think by the time playstation comes out i'm gonna be like i, I don't know i don't know guys because I'll, I'll be honest i think that state of play is probably gonna suck if the last two years of playstation have told me anything yeah when, when's the last time we got a good state of play i, I can't think of it Never. Yeah, I. I don't First know. one was great. I also think state of plays were like purposely set up to have like really low expectations because like I think so too. Because E3 was still going on when the first state of play was announced, right? No, it was the first state of play came out with Final Fantasy VII remake. Was the it? No, that was the second one. Was it the second one? Yes. I don't remember exactly what the first one was, but I do remember it being the second one because during the for- PlayStation experience. So Chris and I, I don't remember what we were seeing, but we were sitting in my car at a movie theater watching the state of play for where they had Final Fantasy VII Remake. And I remember it was the second one. That's all I remember. All right. Um, yeah, because uh, I remember the, the first couple were pretty, pretty great. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I think there's time to like turn the, uh, the reputation of state of plays around. Sorry, do you guys notice anything different about me? I just came back. I, I yeah, no, him. you, you got him. those beautiful shades on. I wanted to look cool like Elijah and Austin who are also wearing glasses. But mostly cool like Elijah who's wearing sunglasses at 8.50 p.m. at night. Um, so I think I think there's time. I think you're completely right because all I can think about right now is Xbox also. And so like, yeah. well, I still have absolute faith in PlayStation to deliver something meaningful and special. Um, the window's closing, man. Like, yeah, I'm hyped yeah. about the games that I've seen about, and like, I don't know if I have the bandwidth really yet to get more excited. Like, I was between the Microsoft conference and the Nintendo Direct. Like, I I add like comic books I want to my phone calendar. I add video games I want to my phone calendar, like movie releases, all that stuff. And like, my calendar's starting to look pretty full, guys. So like, yeah, yeah. So any better? Well, here's a, here's a crazy statistic that I saw. The, after Ratchet and Clank coming out, there is zero PS5 exclusives for the future. Plant that announced zero. Yeah, absolutely nothing. So the last PS5 exclusive that we know just came out. That because, is crazy. Well, because Horizon and 
Gran Turismo is also now a PS4 game, right? And then yep. we have God of War, which is again still a PS4 yeah. game. So. As, as of this moment, PlayStation themselves have no PS5 exclusives planned. All right, but I mean, at the same right, okay, time, maybe I should say maybe they haven't planned because we've heard from one or two companies that are like, "We're making a PlayStation Five game. We're just getting the studio started." Yeah, like, all okay, right, but so. uh, sure. But at the same time, like, let's not pretend that's no, that's nowhere. Let's not pretend soon. Microsoft's been awesome so far. Like, yeah, they had an yeah. E3 showing, and there's stuff to get excited about months from now. You know, like I, there, there, there's that, but it's also like I don't know. Like they had the medium, but that's like coming to PlayStation soon. You know, <laughs> like ne- next month is the first first party series S and X exclusive, the very first one. Which game is it? Flight Simulator. Yeah. which uh, funny because uh, like i said earlier in our slack chat apparently it only runs at 30 frames so even on series x it's like really pushing it but i know that game is pretty hardware intense um i don't think there's anything to really talk about until nintendo i mean capcom showed off nothing so yeah. that's pretty sweet yeah uh, i don't know about you but there was just one thing i wanted to mention from ubisoft which was rainbow six extraction looks awesome I am all in on that. Uh, it's crossplay too, even which I think is fantastic. So, wasn't that game originally called Rainbow Six Pandemic? Yes, Rainbow Six Quarantine. 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 Stick to your guns, man. Stick to your guns. <laughs> yeah. You shouldn't have changed the name. Like, just double down. Real talk, though. Real talk. Like those aliens or whatever you're fighting. Like, they look like trash. Like, like, yeah. not, yeah, not graphically. Like, I think the art design on them is like horrible. Yeah. So let's it, be, let's have a real conversation. This was totally like a zombie game, right? Yes. <laughs> or like something where, where it was infected humans and you're going to be killing infected humans in well, a quarantine. I, I wonder what this year like. happened and they were like, okay. It comes, <laughs> it comes from a game mode this, that was give in... Give me a second, you know? <laughs> yeah. It, it comes I, from a game mode that was in Siege. I okay. think it was also called Extraction. But I think, if I'm not mistaken, it's like the same yeah. exact thing. I'm I'm curious what the creatures in that game mode looked like, because this is supposed to be it's just that game mode, but a full game of it. And uh, yeah, I'm curious. But I love George's theory. That's such a good theory, dude. It's so correct. I feel I, like I said though. I really think I really wish they would have just had the cojones to double down and been like, "Yes, this is Rainbow Six Quarantine. This is Rainbow Six COVID Quarantine." And like. <laughs> It's just all coronavirus based video game. No, where don't, just love like, that. don't love that. I, I, want, I, I want to be on record that I don't associate with the comments that Seth just made. On I, um, I, no, do, like, I do love the idea from it where it's like you can play as the operators that were in uh, Rainbow Six Siege. But like if you're caught during one of the missions, you can't use that operator until you rescue him. I like that idea. No, but that cool. also brings me to the question. What you if you re- give him the vaccine? What if you are really bad at the game and all of your operators get caught? What happens? <laughs> we're we're figuring out the game like the console just ejects the disc and the j- disc just doesn't work anymore. <laughs> well, that's right. like that. Uh, what's that? Like Escape from Tarkov game, right? Where the it's the whole yeah. like if you lose the stuff in the game, you lose the stuff forever. Like until you yeah. go back in and find it. it's like that's kind of interesting. Uh, after playing Zombie Army 4, I'm like all in on like these co-op shooter experiences. At least that was like the vibe I got where it was like a cooperative. Yeah. Western audience. Se- semi like raid based 
right? Like gameplay yeah. where, okay. Uh, that's it, cool. It, it's much more of like a tactical than like your back for blood or that. Okay. Okay. That's, that's cool. I, I can, I can mess with that. I do think the art direction on whatever you're fighting is just trash. Yes. I agree with that. Completely. And like Ubisoft, I know for a fact are much better at art, like at, at character design than that. And so that's why my theory is that it, this was like a last minute audible that they called. I think that's so cool. I think that's such a great theory. I hope that's true. Cause I would love that. I'm That'd curious to sweet. watch the original, uh, CGI trailer. Because I'm pretty sure the trailer had someone bitten in the arm like a bite from a zombie. Well, the name was Quarantine. There was obviously some sort of like sickness going around. Anyway, let's talk about uh, Nintendo since Capcom shut off nothing we didn't already know about, right? All right, sweet. (laughs) (laughs) So they they started off the show with uh, Smash Brothers, right? Yeah. Yes. I don't know how you guys feel about this. I almost feel like it's getting to be like a little too much. And it's I, a little bit too much for me at this point. I'm like, oh, okay. I feel like he's a weird choice because just like Cloud, there is no association with Nintendo in any way, shape, or form. Like when they announced Banjo and Banjo and Kazooie were coming, it's like, yeah, that was a huge N64 series in that. That has a lineage on Nintendo. Has Nintendo ever had a Tekken game? I, I don't know. I, that, that's not what bothers me about it. What bothers me about yeah. it is like, this is probably like what the ninetieth character for Smash, and like, okay, they're they're all cool, they're all great characters, but at some point, doesn't it just become a little clustered, a little too much? Well, the thing is, people still—I mean, obviously—still do play it. Yeah, but it's like at some point, especially the competitive world. I mean, how much does this like change things? Because I'm sure, like the the balance of it, anytime a new character comes out, it's like ridiculous, and this is. I think like the eighth or ninth character they've added into Smash Ultimate already, like since the game launched. I don't know. I thought it seems like a lot more than that. It seems like. No, they're on their second pass. Their first pass had six. I I could have sworn this was like the 20th character they added. No, no. That's what I thought too. I was like, geez. It's less than 10 for sure. It feels like Rock Band DLC announcement, you know, where it's just like. At first, like when you first get Rock Band, you're just like, oh, sick. They added five new songs. And then like by the end of it, you're just like, all right, there is now 900 songs <laughs> yeah. available. And you're just like, that's what I feel like. Well, I'm like, I'm not spending a dollar fifty on each of these songs. So, like, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, and I was so happy that they did that first just to get it out of the way. Like, I don't, yeah, I don't mean seriously. to yuck anyone's yum. Like, if, you, if you're excited for this, that's great. Um, I'm happy for you that you get someone new to play as. But like, man, just... Just, just rip the bandaid off, man! Already, like, yeah. I thought it was cool. The trailer was pretty funny. I like that he kept carrying yeah. the the Smash characters over the cliff and dropping them. <laughs> yeah. That was really awesome. I was I, like, "This I, is sweet." I'm waiting for somebody to make a GIF of him grabbing like series like Metroid Prime and F Zero and throwing them off. <laughs> but you, you guys are missing the biggest point about this Tekken announcement is that we finally, after all this time, get Tekken Cross Street Fighter. Oh my god. I forgot True. about that game. We finally but, get it. Oh my god. What's funny is Street Fighter Cross Tekken exists, but not Tekken Cross Street Fighter, which is also a game that was supposedly yeah, going to it was be supposed existing. to come out after. Yeah. Yeah, that's supposed to be a Vita game. Thanks guys. That's yeah. why Vita died. <laughs> exactly. All those, all those Tekken fans on the Vita, yeah. Yeah, just sitting there like idiots with nothing to play. <laughs> uh, he was in the he was in the trailer, but I I don't know if he was officially announced. They announced the main guy from Tekken, but did they announce his dad coming as well? Was that how that 
I think he was just like in the stage or something. Okay. Yeah, like I wonder. I wonder if he's like a itself. side character yeah. or something. No, there was a well. There was a bunch of other small stuff. Like there was the Life is Strange remastered collection. The Life is Strange is True Colors. Oh yeah. And yeah. then there was uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, which like really bummed me out at first. I'm like, man, if this is gonna run on Switch, like how great no. is this gonna be? Oh, really? Some additional info on that. Yeah. It's cloud. It's the cloud, it's cloud version, based. which they did yeah. not announce during the direct. But it was uh, later that's, clarified. That's dirty. That's yeah. that's some dirty. That's some dirty nonsense. I wanted to. I want real quick before we move on. How do you guys feel about the uh, new Life is Strange game? Because I love the first Life is Strange game, but whatever's come out about this new one, I'm just kind of like I, I don't know. I'm not really hyped for it. I feel I can't hear anything. Elijah, about we can't hear you. You're muted, buddy. That's because I was muted. I'm super <laughs> excited. It's one of the biggest games of the year for me. I I I can't wait. I the love thing the for one. me is kind of because it's sixty dollars. I mean, if it's in the same vein as the first one, I don't know that I would necessarily pay $60 for that but maybe it's like more expanded I don't know but I I haven't played anything after the first title so I didn't play before the storm or two or they even did um there was some other game they made uh was it tell me why is that the one that they made yeah that, it, like, it, yeah it's not part kid. of yeah yeah it was an X- Xbox exclusive I just kind of dropped really off that series after the first one even though I loved it but when I saw this trailer I was really hoping that um this was going to be a Nintendo exclusive Life is Strange game with the protagonist together, but then not seem. I did like that little animated thing they yeah. did. At yeah, the that beginning. was cool. It's all in the same universe, right, Elijah? Yes. Um, the the way it's connected, just really quickly. There's the first game, then the second game, which which is about. I'm blanking on her name, but uh, Chloe. Chloe, yeah. Um, it's about Chloe, and she has like the friend and you play Dungeons and Dragons with a girl named Steph near the beginning. And Steph is in true colors. I got a serious problem, by the way, with um, punk rock, like colored hair girls. That's all I'm going to say. Like that, that I got, I, it's, it's my kryptonite. So, uh, hey, yeah, me too. yeah, if you look like you, uh, Mosh at a warp tour, like 12 years ago, I'm probably in love with you. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't care about this game series at all. Like, I just, I want to so really? bad. Like, well, just from like a narrative perspective, like, I'm just like, did you play this the first sh- one? This should be my set. I got set. Like, I'm in the middle of like episode three or four of the first one. Uh-huh. Like, I, I just cannot be compelled to finish it. And it sucks because I want to so bad. So, this did nothing for me. Well, I, I will say, though, the animation sequence at the beginning. If the game looked like that, but like only on Switch, like if there was like a console exclusive art style, like I think that is like a space that probably worth exploring, like probably down yeah. like the road, down the future. Um, that would have been way more compelling to me. Like if they made it more like I, I don't even like point and click adventures, but like something about that cartoon specifically, like really spoke to me. And so I would have checked it out if it looked like that. But just uh, I don't know. Yeah, very good. Where were we, where were we moving on to? Just Nintendo stuff. They they had a lot of good things. I mean, oh man, Metroid. No, nope, you're skipping yeah. one. You're skipping one of my most anticipated oh, games okay. now, and I'm Come not on, even buddy. joking. Super Monkey Ball Banana Blitz. <laughs> I'm, I'm not oh, joking. Yeah. I knew someone was gonna be excited about that. Uh, sorry, uh, Super Monkey Ball Banana Mania. It's the remastered yeah, collection. Yeah, Banana Mania. You have to. It's the Mania, George. That's most important. It's the Mania. Um, <laughs> I legitimately like uh, Super Monkey Ball on GameCube is one of my all-time favorite games. Like, I think that game is like such a fantastic like arcade experience. It is such a great couch co-op thing to do or couch competitive, however you want to say it. Um, man, I'm I'm yeah. genuinely so excited for this game. I've and never has, owned any of those games. So it I'm has online. Guys, we should totally play. It's it's yeah, wild. It's, it's bat poop insane <laughs> like that awesome i sounded like an idiot for you uh i'm i'm stoked for that game the only one i've ever played is the vita one 
Same. Yeah, that one's fine. The GameCube one is like special. That's what I've always heard. Okay. Metroid Dread for real now, though. Yeah. Looks great. Looks fantastic. Yeah. It's on. made by the same people that made the uh, Samus Returns. Yep. On uh, 3DS, I so. knew that was. I knew what he said was a lie. It wasn't the first 2D Metroid game in the last 20 years, right? First no. original, I think is what yeah. He said. First original. Oh, first original, yeah. Because like but, this, this one's or, or Samus Returns was based on Samus or Metroid. It's 2. just a remake. Metroid of, Two. Metroid Two. Yeah. Which oh, is a game Boy game. Okay, I did not know that. I did not know that. Yeah. And this game was supposed to release in like 2004. Yeah. Oh, really? I, did, I yes. didn't know until Elijah told me this just at the start of the show. In like 2003 at E3, they announced it as Metroid 5, and then later announced the name as Metroid Dread, and then it just never came out. Oh. Yeah, because it's technically the fifth mainline Metroid game that yeah. is not including the Prime series, so which and, is pretty interesting. I I missed it, but apparently the trailer for it opens up with Metroid 5. Yeah. yeah. Uh. Kind of insulting to show off this game, though, and not Metroid Prime 4. That's That was my takeaway. I was like, that is just a huge slap in the face. Well, I they at least meant, they well, mentioned it, though, right? Yeah. And, and, and it's not the same. Well, no, here's the thing, though. If they, they wouldn't they have mentioned it. it, if they wouldn't have mentioned, hey, we're still working on Metroid Prime 4, people would have come out of here like, wait, they're coming out with a new Metroid game. What does this mean for Metroid Prime 4? Well, the thing is, too, Metroid Prime 4, I think it was like two years ago, just completely restarted development. Yeah. Because it switched development teams completely. So I I think that game is going to be like years. I'm, I'm thinking two years off is my guess. Yeah. I'd say 2023 also, at the like, end. As, as excited as I am for Metroid Dread, and I am excited, like, just put Samus Returns on Switch, too. Like, yeah, I, know. I was hoping like, for that. That game played great on 3DS, but it also came out after the Switch had already come out. So, like, no one was... Like, I'm pretty, I feel like a lot of people probably sold off their 3DS to buy a Switch, which, like, I don't blame yep. them. Like, it's the I bought it, of, and I didn't Nintendo. play it because I had my Switch. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, yeah. that game's great, and, like, more people yeah. should play it. And, like, it, it was pretty, but, like, it'll look better on Switch, you know? <laughs> like, where was, speaking of Switch, where was the Switch Pro announcement? We know it's coming. We know it's yeah. pretty much imminent. I mean, GameStop leaked it the other day. I Every thought, other place has leaked it. Well, I thought they were going to talk about it because they announced, didn't they say that, like, the Switch has, like, been final for, like, five years? Like, the Switch came out four years ago in 2017, but I swear I heard someone say something about five years ago during the presentation. Yeah. He did. Um, he said something at the start, but I wasn't really, I couldn't. He's like, the Switch has now been out for five years. And I'm like, yeah, math. It's It's really, really weird. They're so quiet about it. Seeing how everyone knows it's coming. I feel like a complete. Like idiot, because I just bought a new Switch. So now I'm probably going to sell that and buy a Switch Pro, depending on what the Switch Pro shows off. But do you think that maybe perhaps the reason they didn't talk about Guardians being cloud based is because it can run the Switch Pro? Natively, I don't think so. I don't think so either, but it's, a, it's an interesting thought. No, it but is. I think, I think that's why they didn't show off Splatoon 2. Or Split, sorry, Splatoon 3. Um, yeah. Like, there's a whole I bunch think... of games that they've hinted at that I think would be great candidates for Switch Pro. Well, and then and it, it was weird like they were they trying to about, focus on... Talk about a game at the end, which I wasn't expecting them to talk about, because I thought that would have been a Switch Pro. Right. Yeah. It seemed like they were trying to focus on games for this year, though, is what yeah. I'll say. Um, aside from the final game it seemed like pretty much everything was was this year so maybe switch pro is next year i don't know are we ready to talk about the final game 
Yeah, we can just talk about. Right, it. No, I wait, thought wait, it was going to be Hyrule Warriors two at first. Yeah, wait, 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 let, me, let me double. I mean, check. Did, did two, two already came out, right? Technically, two already came out. Yeah, I thought it was going to be the next Hyrule Warriors. I was like, there's no way. Um, wait, hold on a second before we move on to the the last there's... game. Um. Okay, there's a few I, more things. Yeah, you guys are yeah. super nerds. So Elijah, I'm assuming you're really excited for Danganronpa. Yes. Okay. How are you excluding me, George? Come oh, on. sorry. Uh, he just... Also me, like I love Danganronpa. Yeah. I just haven't beat the, any of them except for one. All right, guys, I'll be right back. I gotta go fall down a flight of stairs. I'll uh, <laughs> pick up with you in a few. All right, have fun. Danganronpa yeah. is one of the best series to come out in the yes. last 10 years, I would yeah. say. I really screwed myself because I played two right after one. Yeah. I, I like I the same day I finished one, I started up two, and I was like, uh, you know. You yourself out. Should have yeah, said it was fantastic. It out. <laughs> like a man in the desert drinking all of his water at once. Yeah. Uh, yeah. One is fantastic. 50 two is hours fantastic. in two weeks. Just... I got the platinum for the first game. Wow. Yeah. I'm never doing that again. But no, um, Danganronpa is amazing. Um, I'm, I'm really, I really like how they expanded the board game from three out into its own game. I think that's awesome. Yeah. I thought that was pretty neat. Don't. We we can't talk about it. We I don't want anything spoiled. I'm still gonna play them. Yeah, you should. You really should. Yeah, we're really super should. excited. People don't really talk about three, but three is fantastic. Oh yeah. So I gotta watch the anime still. There's a lot. There's a lot yeah. of Dang and Rampa. Yeah. I gotta catch up on. Yeah. Also, we we skipped over Shimigami Tensei Five. What'd uh, you think? Uh, As somebody who said two weeks ago that the game was not coming out this year, the games. I would have said the game's never coming out ever, but. I think the game looks really cool. I like the way the UI is set up. The camera angle is very cool. I think it's that, that, that looks great. Like I said in the chat, though, some overconfident a-hole is going to play this, thinking they know what they're doing because they played Persona, and they are going to get a reality check. <laughs> Shin Megami is not Persona. Nope. It is yep. super hard. You are going to get spanked, and you're going to lose Six hours of progress, buddy. It's over. You know? Yeah. But what I just got done talking to Pedro about like a week ago was this. Persona has overtaken Shin Megami now in popularity. It's essentially its own franchise. Mm -hmm. And I think Atlas knows that. And I think that's very dangerous because what I'm worried about is they see Shin Megami 5 and they want it to be as popular as Persona, so they're going to start doing things that make it more like Persona, whether that be the difficulty or whether, you, you know, I don't know. Like, it's either going to be easier like Persona or maybe it has, like, social links or something. I don't know. But I don't think this is going to be a true Shin Megami experience. That being said, I have nothing to confirm that. I hope it is. I hope it's. it makes me want to throw my PS4 or my Switch through a window, I guess. That's not on PlayStation. Um, the other thing I'm going to say about it is I think the main character looks really cool. Um, and I think that like the whole fantasy sci-fi thing is, is cool. He's got a lightsaber. You know, I'm all about that. It doesn't fit the theme of the rest of the game apparently like he's got like super high sci-fi like style going on but that doesn't fit in and i noticed that watching the trailer i was like that's a, a weird that's that's very strange because there is like super high fantasy or super high sci-fi fantasy uh shin Megami games like that but this is not one of them so it, he's his art design seems to clash with the rest of the game and i don't know how i feel about that i thought that was very strange that's all i gotta say about it 
It looks interesting. Yeah. That's yeah, all I really but, have to uh, say. It doesn't look nearly as interesting as Fatal Frame. Oh my god. I mean, I know it's the Wii U one, and I literally bought a Wii U okay. for that game. Yeah. But, okay. oh my god, I'm so excited. So, Elijah, you regret buying your Wii U? Nope. <laughs> yes. Nope. I, I was going to say, sorry, question. Seth, I didn't, I didn't mean to be rude and, and just completely change topics. I just have nothing to add. That's what I was waiting for someone to bring someone else, because I was done talking about Sherman Gone. Okay. I thought you guys had something to say about it. <laughs> All right, cool. I, dude, when I watched that Fatal Frame trailer, I was like, there's no way. Because I, I, I was like, this looks like an early PS3 game. <laughs> now it makes a lot more sense that it was the Wii U version. Because I yes. looked at that, I was like, this, this this looks awful. Why would they show this off? But now it makes more sense. Yeah, I'm so excited. I, I've, I've already played like half of it, and I will get this again, and then just play all of it on Switch. And now here's the question I want to know. Because Nintendo has been backtracking with these policies lately. Is it still censored? I hope it's not. Yeah, I'm curious Bare about your that feet as well. In the sand. So, like, the Wii U was, like, the last console that Nintendo put out. Are we going to come to a point where, like, that sort of, I guess, like, dated technology becomes charming? You know, it's going to be like watching, like, a black no. and white movie in 2021. Because, no, like, I think, no. I think there's some charm we don't talk black about and the, We don't talk about the Wii U. Yeah, but, okay, but, like, some of the animations look jagged. Like, it was, like, you know, Shenmue on, like, Dreamcast or something. And, like, I found that, like, oddly charming and just, like, oh, this is, like, an aesthetic. Like, this is, like, a this is a vibe choice that they're doing with like, you know, like the kind of George stuff. Georgery. Yeah. Georgia. What? I've started playing vampire, the master of bloodlines <laughs> on PC. No, I guarantee that's never going to become charming. Yeah, but that's just a bad game. I don't know what to tell you. Like Shenmue holds up. Shenmue's great. Okay. No, it doesn't. Yeah, it does. <laughs> From what I hear, it doesn't. Yeah, it's pretty so... tight. Uh, third one's the worst one, but Shenmue one's good. So speaking of holding up, I'm talking about Um, speaking of holding up, though, I I think we need to talk about Advance Wars, the the remake. Oh, there's so many now. Yeah, because I've seen mixed opinions on it. I think it looks good. But my opinion fully changed. Yeah, I was so excited. A little iffy on it. And then I don't like the art style. Once I saw a comparison of the new art style and the old art style, I'm like, Wow. Um, I realize how much I really dislike this art style. The art style never looked that good. You were playing that on a Game Boy yeah. Advance and a DS. It looked like butt. Are you kidding? It looked this amazing. <laughs> it looked like butt. It had it heart. It in screenshots. It doesn't look good on the console. You're, it you're had heart. It had charm. And I feel like that's all... Oh, so now, oh, so now the janky animations and like the old... Char- oh, okay. Now, now it's in play. Okay, that's interesting. But when I want to talk about a game I, looking crappy, <laughs> I um, think it looks fine personally. But I've never played those games, so I don't really have like a nostalgia for them at all. I did play Italian. Yeah, here's, I, know. Here's I did play Italian Wars though, and it has a pretty similar art style. They very like we can make fun of that. You're right. They were on like Game Boy, whatever the art style. Like they very clearly changed the direction of the art though. When you look at like the screenshots yes. and compare them, like they definitely made it more Nicktoons and yes. not uh, Toonami. That's what I will say. Like they, they everything looks more like a toy instead of uh, um, a Japanese anime art style. That's that's kind of how I feel about yeah. it. I'm not crazy about it. If the game plays well, if it's fun, I'll play it. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not gonna bother me that much. I don't have a super good connection with Advance Wars. I just yeah. don't. I don't. First impression, I don't like the art style. That's all. How about that? Huh? 
Uh, I'm excited to check it out. Go. I'm I'm more forgiving okay. on the art side. I agree that it's not as interesting, but I do think it's still pretty. And like, I don't know. Did you guys like Wargroove? Like that was like the most recent. I haven't played I, that one. I really want to play it. That was the most recent Advanced Wars style game that I can remember coming out. And like that game was great. And I think that art style is probably a little more Nick Tooney than even uh, right. even Advanced Wars is. And like, I, I think that's a great way to put it is uh, Toonami versus Nick Tooney. Like, I think that's yeah a perfect summary. Um, but yeah, no, I'm I'm excited to check it out. Um, all right, are we ready to talk about Breath of the Wild two yet? Yeah. No, Legend of Zelda, uh, Game and Watch. I'm so mad. Oh, how oh. is this like the anniversary sh- shit you got <laughs> for Zelda? You're gonna give me What's... the privilege of buying what used to be a f- like two five dollar oh. games and a four dollar game for fifty dollars on a handheld that I can only but... ever use as a handheld and a freaking egg timer. Like, get out of here. This is not but an George, anniversary. George, everyone was asking for a Zelda collection. God, shut up. Got they, put, they put four games on there. Isn't that like, is that, does that not satisfy you? Oh, God. Yeah. So there's the three Zelda games, and then there's just like a Zelda skin on like a crappy hammer tossing, whatever, yeah, like a gopher game. Um, that, uh, that, that's just, that's weak sauce, man. That is so terrible yeah. for an anniversary. Like, how is Skyward Sword like the best? Is Skyward Sword is now the best part of Zelda's anniversary? Yeah. It's very disappointing. Um, and I mean, there's like DLC for Hyrule Warriors. Oh, you yeah. Know, too, but it's like, it, I, I mean, I love that game and I don't really care about the DLC because it's not like story stuff. It's just Waves. new characters it's and just, maps. Yeah, and I'm kind of like, Ugh, whatever. Yeah. But Breath of the Wild 2, however. All right. I'll, so can I, because I, I, I just want to get my opinion on this out of the way immediately. The game visually looks really good. I will say that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't. Aside from like the floating islands, I don't really because they didn't show off much. It it, it was mostly no. like like almost a, just a trailer. They showed off a little bit of gameplay, not something I would consider significant. Other than the floating islands and like the the crazy castle, which I'm watching the trailer right now, I don't see how it differentiates itself from the Breath of the Wild one at all. So that's my biggest complaint. I, I don't do, have any other complaints. That do, that is it. Do people I, want it to? <laughs> I I've seen some people, and, and you know, I don't really have an opinion itself on the game, but I've seen some people say they noticed that like some of the music plays backwards at times, and like water droplets seem to go backwards at a point or something. So they wonder if like time, like the one of the powers is the ability to control time a bit. That would make and sense. the only yeah, other thing I have to add, and then I'm completely out of the whole Breath of the Wild thing. There was a tweet from IGN. Nintendo says the sequel to The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild does have a title, but they aren't announcing it yet because it could clue players into what happens in the game. Okay, now I see there definitely is time manipulation. I, well, I, see, totally, I see the power one right now. That's that's so dumb because if they release the title now or if they release it, like no one's going to know the no one's not going to know the title before they buy it. So like, what? yeah. What differences yeah. I make. Um, exactly. That's why I'm like, well, they're going to have to say it eventually. And you can definitely see Link's uh, his different moves and whatnot. Does but there like... was time manipulation in the first one, right? You could stop things, hit them, and then they would fly. So... Yeah, but from what I can tell, I think Elijah, what he's alluding to, it almost, and this, I mean, seems like a one to one representation, obviously, with the development cycle. It seems like this is literally going to be the Majora's Mask to ocarinas of time like literally as far as that game was all about time and you know things that happened that way i mean it's the same even the development is the same it's the same assets 
um, just like Majora's Mask was. It, it seems like they're kind of replicating that to me, at least. Yeah. Just so I'm kind of curious if it's going to be like, I, I really doubt they're going to do like the whole three day time thing like they did in Majora's Mask. But I would bet that it's, there's going to be some so- sense of overall like time manipulation as a world, not necessarily like just an object hmm. per se. I see. That's yeah. great. But also it took Majora's Mask a year to come out after yeah. Oracle yeah. Uh, or Ocarina. Sorry. Ocarina. Time. Yeah. Uh, so like the four years, I'm like, ah, I don't know, man. Like, I think it has to be a little bit more than that after yeah. a four year wait. Well, and I'm sure there, I mean, I can't, I'm, I'd be surprised. I mean, maybe, maybe I'm wrong. I'd be surprised if there's really not much different. Um, I mean, I, I know it's the same map on the ground, at least it seems like, but uh, I would hope at least there's a lot more of the sky or underground or whatever it may be. Cause they, they kind of tease that in the first trailer that there's going to be some sense of like, cave exploration or something of that sort which they didn't have in the first game so we'll see but yeah i mean i'm excited for it but i i think i'm honestly i, I wasn't like crazy impressed by the trailer but they, they really show much. Like more. yeah but what it seems like a lot of people are saying that in now i haven't played skyward sword a yeah. lot of people are saying that it seems to connect to skyward sword the trailer it's that they were almost hinting that it connects to skyward skyward sword yeah i've seen a bunch of people mention that as well. That would make sense. I don't understand how. And they're say, saying, like, uh, you know, I don't know anything about Zelda, but apparently, like, they think that's the reason that they chose Skyward Sword to bring out now. Because it would make of sense. Correlations. Um, I forget the exact story in Skyward Sword, but obviously, that game is like mostly set on like islands floating in the sky, and so if they're going for kind of the same thing, like, I don't know. I I don't. Yeah, I I don't think it's um. Why is George shaking his head now? Because it's not really it's not really about islands in the sky, right? <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, some of it is, I suppose. Like the 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 like main your, kind of story moments yeah, like your, are your, in the your, sky. Your town, but I thought it, it's, it's completely semantic. Anyway. It doesn't matter. I love you, but you're wrong. Um, <laughs> what were you saying, Elijah? <laughs> um, no, yeah, I, I've seen a bunch of people say like it seems from what they could tell, like for story reasons themselves, like not so much location reasoning but it looks like story reasons could match up or something. I, again, I don't really know just what I've heard from multiple people. Well, and something interesting I saw too, that people have been theorizing. And this is my last comment because we're running a little long and Elijah, I know you have something you want to say, but um, there was something going around on Twitter saying that in the trailer, there's like a shot of Zelda falling. Um, and oddly enough, they they have the link in the sky that has like that long hair and he looks a bit more like scruffy than like the link that was in Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. But any shot that they show of Link on the ground, it's like the Breath of the Wild model Link. Mm-hmm. And so people are saying that they're thinking that on the ground you're going to play as Zelda and that's just like a fill in model that they use for the trailer. And then Link, you'll be in the sky, which is kind of interesting. I don't know how that will super like, cool with playing. Super cool with playing as Zelda as long as it's uh, super cool ninja Zelda. Yeah, there we go. That's what I want. <laughs> she can give me Sheik. She can yep. teleport. She can get cool martial arts things. Also, <laughs> I'm so- super cool playing a Zelda in a Legend of Zelda game. Finally, it is about damn time. <laughs> no Linkle, no Elijah. <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry, I know Elijah has one thing that he wants to talk about first, but uh, wrap up really quick. Gun to your head, Seth. Uh, one game. From E3 that was talked about that you that you're getting day one. 
the Xbox e, uh, RPG that I saw. That that's okay. the only thing I saw that I have. I'm getting day one, no reservations. Okay, uh, Austin, same question. Forza Horizon Five, easily. All right, Elijah, same question. Just to have a different answer, a Plague Tale Requiem. Cool, cool. I am probably going to go with Forza Horizon also. There's a couple runners up, but that also... was my answer too. I didn't <laughs> yeah. have a different answer. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm stoked for that game, but also like, Dude, I'm, I'm like... so pumped for that game. I can't wait Dude, for us I'm, to all. I'm just super pumped. Roads. You can just get it on Game Pass though. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. how crazy is that? The, the world we live on is Halo Game Pass too. Yeah, yeah. all just... first party. Uh, actually, everything shown at that event except for Battlefield, Diablo two, and I can't remember what the other one was are all going to be day one Game Pass. I'm I'm all I'm dude I'm all about Game Pass right now. Like I'm sorry Austin. It game Game Pass. Right right you know like that, that's what I want. Like just all over so, me. You know? All I'm all I'm hearing is we're all going to Mexico in November and we're driving <laughs> yeah. some sports cars around some dirty roads which shouldn't actually happen but we're going to do it. As long yep. as it's crossplay. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. I can't wait to beat you down with my superior frame rate. <laughs> tight sick burn man <laughs> i have the power of vapor coolers Seth. you have no yeah. idea yeah but everyone, that thing adds. everyone knows racing games are better on mouse and keyboard <laughs> um sir I, I i bought the the very much like adored xbox one controller just to be disappointed by it so everyone well, i bought it everyone, everyone was telling me like oh yo this haptic feedback and like the the amazing vibration <laughs> like sensitivity and i got i'm like this is just an xbox 360 controller like that's all that's pretty much all of this okay elijah finish this up uh yeah, i just want to mention that. super quick six indie titles that were mentioned to other you know, shows to definitely keep an eye on uh first is called hunt the night then lake immortality bird problems and River City Girls Zero and Two were both announced, and Unmetal. Unmetal. What is that? It is literally, it plays like the old Metal Gear games, and it is a parody of Metal Gear. So okay, it's well, like, I'm about to go Google this one. Yeah, sorry, so <laughs> it, just to be clear, so it's like, what was that, uh, what was that game that came to Vita and PS3 that was like GTA? Oh, uh, but God. like the old style GTA, like uh, uh, Rivers Retro City, Rampage? Retro City Rampage. Yeah, so it's it's like yeah. that approach. Yeah. I'm guessing to. All right, that sounds tight. Uh, quick bird problems is a like super cute game about birds that is uh, stylized like a sitcom. Immortality is the newest game coming from Sam Barlow who did her story telling lies and wrote silent hill shattered memories lake is a just little narrative adventure about someone who moves to the suburbs and delivers mail and hunt the night is what bloodborne would be if it were a 2d game cool so keep an eye on those they look amazing well there you go i also want to say um the name indie means almost nothing anymore, right? Have yes. we gotten past the indie <laughs> title, the tag? Yeah. I'm over it. At, like, at this some point, of the biggest games the last five years have, would be technically considered indie. It's yep. it's not really a thing anymore. Yeah, like at this point, it's just a blanket it, it's, statement. It's, yes, it's a blanket statement because, I mean, if you look at it in Europe, 
The Witcher 3 was an indie game. It was yeah. independently developed and published. That's true. Yeah, I mean, it just... The, there you go, the hottest indie game, The Witcher 3. Yeah. But not Cyberpunk. Oh, no. no. All right. Are we, uh, does anyone have any closing statements before we wrap up this special hot episode? Uh, just, I am going to do a special episode myself on a whole bunch of indie games and other ad- announced games from E3 to keep an eye on. Uh, that should be up rather soon after this. So, yeah. So keep an eye out to keep an eye on. Can that. I do a hot take with no rebuttals and then and then we just bounce? Absolutely. Go ahead. Hit yes. Me. All right. Uh, Far Cry 6 looked incredible until it started bleeding together so many disparate elements from different Far Cry subgenres that I am interested in this game, but not nearly as interested in this game as I used to be. I think it looks like but the more I see of it. It has been completely Fortnite art directionified with having a CD player that shoots CD player gun that shoots CDs at people. I think you're making a mockery of what used to be an incredibly just direct and interesting political commentary series of games, and you're just ruining it. All right. Well, I'm not allowed to rebuttal that. Yep, so I rebuttal, guess we're yeah. just going to close up this episode of a frame skip. Um, <laughs> And uh, thank you guys so much for listening. And remember, you can find us all over the place. But I don't have it up. So, Austin, why don't you read us where you can find us? All right. So I'm glad that you you thought that I had it up because I do. (laughs) Absolutely. Because I was not sure if you were going to have it up. So So where can you find us? Well, the answer is everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so, in your night there's still a list just that one took me a minute to frame read. skip pod yeah here's the list right here it is uh right in front of me it's a, it's just everywhere you can find us everywhere just find us everywhere google We're, frame skip pod yep. and it should come up also uh our twitter and instagram uh, my, I, I'm, yeah, we're Twitter and Instagram at Frameskip Pod. Uh, I'm at Seth the Nineties Kid. Don't follow me. Elijah is at Local Lizardman. Uh, George is at GB Loftus, and Austin is at Austin Do One Forty. No, nope. not yeah. anymore. What are you uh, doing? Don't, don't follow Austin, me, Austin J. Austin Jeller. Yep. Yeah. And Coach does he's, not exist on Twitter. He, oh, by the way, we did get a question from at Frameskip Pod, which was whatever happened to that Coach Austin. guy. Uh, coach made fun of my long hair so i killed him and buried him in the mountains he made fun of your long hair he doesn't have hair that's probably why i made fun of him (laughs) all my hairs every individual hair saga yeah well that's a good spot to end on a cliffhanger i completely butchered that ending as that i wasn't prepared for huh pretty sweet so. I'm gonna I'm gonna literally cut it where you said pretty sweet. 